This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Give it to me, I'm Welcome in overtime. Sprint edition for an hour leading up to Thursday Night Football. Toby Altizer hanging out alongside my guy, Eminem. You go by that? What do you go by? Mike? Michael? Mike, Michael, Eminem. Got a couple different. Uh... McMichael? Connor McMichael? No. What are we going with? I haven't gotten that one yet. It's <laughs> Mike. All right, we'll go with Mike. Hanging out with my dude, Mike. We're going to have a fun segment here with the flag football going into the Olympics. We're going to do a little draft here. Also want to talk about the Wizards. They were ranked dead last in watchability, according to Zach Lowe with League Pass. I don't know if he watched last night, but I think 41 in the Garden by Jordan Poole is pretty fun. So I kind of disagree with that. We'll talk about that coming up in a little bit, as well as getting you ready for Thursday Night Football. Coverage begins at 7.30 right after I go off these airwaves. So make sure you keep it tuned right here to 106.7 The Fan all night long. Real quick, though. An update on Game 3 in the NLCS seemed like there might be a situation brewing where you had a Blake Snell type thing in the World Series. Brandon Fott was pitching very well for the Diamondbacks. They ended up pulling him after only 69 pitches, hadn't given up any runs. Looked like they might have overthought it. I guess we'll get to see here in the next couple of innings if that was the case. And it looks like not a problem. Oh, Cattell Marte, I thought he had a I thought he had a home run there. It was just shy of it. But anyways, I want to get into some flag football here. So, Mike, you excited about this flag football in the Olympics thing? Yeah, and I feel like if we don't absolutely crush every other country in this, I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, I mean, I feel like we should own basketball and other countries are starting to catch up. I know some people feel like the US is coming back to the pack a little bit, but I also kind of feel like when you have the Giannis's and the Jokic's and those kinds of guys, They're good in any era, and I don't know that it's the U.S. falling back to the pack as much as the rest of the world catching up. So I would still say that the U.S. should own basketball, but football of all sports should be ours. Like If we can't win this, which we should, I mean, and the NFL, cool part about it is the NFL is allowing these players to play, which is the right thing to do because, I, you know, you heard it on Grant and Danny as they were wrapping up the show. They were talking a bit about it. And I completely agree with Danny here. You know, having a Super Bowl in London is not the way to grow the game. It might grow the game, but let's be honest. This is the biggest thing in the U.S., the biggest event in the U.S. Why would you send it to another country? Keep it here because it's our sport. So don't send it somewhere else. But a big way to grow this game, if you want to do it, 
play flag football and play it on a big stage like the Olympics and let other teams participate (laughs) and let the U.S. flex their muscles a little bit. But we thought we'd have a little fun with this because Grant and Danny kind of broke down some of the pros of it and how exciting it's going to be getting it into the Olympic Games. We thought we'd have a little fun with this. If we were to do a 5-on-5, which is the rules of this flag football in the Olympics, if we were to do a 5-on-5 right now, who are some players we could have? We're going to draft our own teams. But really quick, I want to go through and just give you the rules. That way you're like, why didn't you draft this guy, this guy? There's not really any rushing aside from if you're seven yards past the line of scrimmage on defense, you're able to rush any of the people past that. But the quarterback can't run, so drafting a guy like Justin Fields, just to take off and run, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You can run if it's a handoff. There are no laterals and various things of that nature. But I feel like it's fairly explainable that it's 5-1-5 football. It's going to be fast-paced. It's going to be pretty exciting football. With that said, let's get our flag football draft underway. Mike, since I'm such a generous host, I'll let you have the first pick. I feel like this has got to be the first pick in everyone's draft. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, unfortunately, it feels like that's the guy that's... Honestly, like if there were one athlete you could pick for a flag football game, I don't know that there's a more perfect one than Tyreek Hill. The guy is just ridiculous. He can... You can't press in this league, so you can't do anything with that. He just gets a free release every time and gets to run around. I like that pick with Tyreek Hill. We'll go standard draft here, so I'll take the next pick. You can have the next one after that. I'm going to go to the defensive side of the ball. And I'm going to take, this is tough for me because there's two corners. Both of them are really good. But I'm going to take the guy that I believe is the best corner in all of football right now, although he's playing on a horrendous defense. I'm going to go with Pat Sertan. Hmm. All right, that's an interesting pick. Yeah, I I like Pat Sertan. I mean, my thing is for the defense, I just need really good man-to-man corners. (laughs) I need those guys. I need them. Okay, Toby, with my second pick. I'm going to stay with a receiver. I'm going to Minnesota. I'm going to take Justin Jefferson. Ooh. So you've got Jefferson and Tyreek Hill on the same team, and that that might be an issue for my team, although I could stack up on the defense and take him up, possibly my second-best corner. I don't know. I'm going to go with the offensive side of the ball and take the other former LSU Tiger. Give me Jamar Chase. I like that. Yeah, I was going to try to stack up receivers if you didn't uh, take chase there. But all right, I'll go to the defensive side of the ball. Give me a uh, you know former rookie conference player. Give me Sauce Gardner. Yeah, see, that was the other one I was considering. I could have combined Sauce Gardner and Pat Sertan. But, ah, man, this is tough, though, isn't it? It's kind of fun. It's it's fun because there's so many options, you know, like it, you really can't miss with either of our rosters by the end of this. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of what fantasy football players dream of. This kind of a thing. They wish this could always be the thing. <laughs> oh, he's got to play in a two-man league. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what this is. All right, I'm going to go See, with flag football, with it's less physical, so getting like a big receiver generally isn't that advantageous. Maybe if they can moss a guy, but you know, like a guy like a DeAndre Hopkins back in the day where he's very physical and use it. That's not going to be the case. But I'm going to take a freak who is huge and can fly. Give me DK Metcalf. Okay, I like that pick. The physicality is there. All right, I'm going to take the first quarterback off the board with my pick coming up. Uh, you know, very elusive, incredible speed with the quickness. 
Give me our Beltway friend, Lamar Jackson. Ooh, Lamar. See, I w- okay, so this is what I was thinking about because NFL.com has their dream team, which I think our teams are going to be better than their dream team. I looked at it. But they had Lamar Jackson as their quarterback. Now, if there were laterals allowed in this thing, Lamar Jackson would have been my first pick because if you can throw it and then lateral it back to the quarterback and let him take off down the sideline, Lamar Jackson or Justin Fields is going to be unstoppable. But that's not the case. Since you want quarterback, I'm assuming you're not going to take a second quarterback because you don't want one running routes. Unless, are you going to play Lamar Jackson at running back? <laughs> Fair question. It, de- it depends on how the uh, how the tournament goes. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go back to the defensive side of the ball, and I'm going to go with a corner that doesn't get talked about enough, but I think is a spectacular man-to-man corner. Give me Jair Alexander. Mm-hmm. I like that pick as well. See, you're stacking up on defense. Now I'm going to go to Mr. Surehands himself, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Give me Travis Kelsey. (laughs) Travis Kelsey. So you're stacking the offense while I stack the defense. I kind of like this. I I do kind of like this. Travis Kelsey. All right, you know what? I I don't know how many running backs will be taken in this, but I'm going to take the best one available for flag football. Give me Christian McCaffrey. I I think he's perfect for fan – it feels like fantasy football. He's perfect for flag football. I feel like he's perfect for all types of football. Yeah. Backyard football, flag football, <laughs> tackle football. Uh, yeah, good good pick because I was going to go there next. I was going to you know take Christian if he was still there. But I guess I'll go back to the uh, receiver board just because you know really all we can do is throw it. I guess we could take a running back or I could take a, another running back. But uh, give me Stephon Diggs. See, that was a tough one because I like Diggs and I was considering him, but... I mean, at the end of the day, taking Christian McCaffrey. So just a real quick recap. So we're going to go five and five each side. So I think your offense is done, if I'm correct, right? You've taken five guys? Yep. So your offense offense is done. done. Mike's offense is Lamar Jackson, and he's going to be throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, and Travis Kelsey. You've got Sauce Gardner on the defensive side of the ball. For me, so far, on the offensive side, I've got Jamar Chase, DK Metcalf, Christian McCaffrey on defense. i got Pat Sertan and Jair Alexander. Let's see. I'm going to stick with DBs here, and I'm going to go with... He's kind of fallen off a little bit, but he's still elite, and I need an elite trash talker on this team. Give me Jalen Ramsey. Damn, dude. I was going to take Jalen Jalen Ramsey <laughs> with my next pick. So you're just stacking up on defense, dude. All right. Um, Give me now. This might not be the best play for flag football, but I feel like he's just a savage out there. Give me Micah Parsons. Ooh, Micah Parsons. Yeah. Th- so this is one thing. There's no real pass rush, so to speak. So he's not going to have to pull any edge rush moves. But at the same point, and I think it was a good point by NFL.com's article about this. They had a defensive lineman, Kalijah Cansey, who ran like a four six as a two hundred and eighty one pound lineman. And their point was he can't necessarily do anything other than rush the passer. But how intimidating would it be if you're just standing there to throw the ball and some dude that big is coming after you? And that's kind of Micah Parsons. And the beauty of Micah Parsons, too, he's obviously an elite edge rusher. He can do a little bit of everything. Like, if he needs to, he can probably cover a guy, not any of my guys, but he can cover a guy if need be. He can probably cover someone from Germany, right? Can he cover a German running back, do you think? Easily. So easily. (laughs) And that's the crazy part. Who plays for these other teams? Like... Are there uh, there's some other NFL players like Effie Obata is not from the U.S. so he could play for someone else, but it's not like he's a flag football player. Who are some of the other guys? 
I mean, let's be honest. I don't really don't think it matters who they put out there. These other countries, they should and they will get blasted. They should. Can we have like a USA A, B, and C team? Because I feel like all of them would win. Yeah, I feel like inevitably they would just meet each other in the championship. But I just don't see really. It's not. It's not like Olympic basketball where uh, you know you have some good guys, some good European players playing for their native country. Even in hockey, I feel like just football. It's uh, it's either in the U.S. or it's not really prominent anywhere. All right, so I'm going to stick away. It's my turn to draft here, correct? Yeah, it's my turn. I'm going to stay away from drafting any linebackers, probably. But my guy that's going to rush can also cover if need be. Give me Derwin James. Dang, dude. You keep on taking – I was going to take Derwin because <laughs> I'm just doing a little bit of research over here, and yeah, I'm just like best flag football players or, you know, would-be flag football players in the NFL right now. Okay, I'll go with – um. Mm, Give me Marshawn Lattimore. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't. Ha- I didn't have him on my list. Marshawn Lattimore. So you got Micah Parsons. You've got Sauce Gardner. Marshawn Lattimore. Your defense isn't too too bad. All right. Well, granted, like we said, both of our teams are going to be studs. So I'm going to go with my quarterback. Now, here's where I'm at. Do you go with the guy who can? playoff schedule in regular NFL games because I could arguably take the greatest quarterback or maybe most talented quarterback of all time in Patrick Mahomes? Or do you go with the guy that might be the best on-schedule quarterback right now in the NFL and a guy like Tua? Because if you scheme everything up with the receivers that you're going to have, it might need to be just the guy who's on schedule all the time. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I just feel like Patrick Mahomes would be can't miss. Yeah, and that's who I'm going to go with, but... I thought you might go Pat Mahomes, and if you did, I was going to go with Tua. Because I think, you know, in flag football, just running around, you kind of know where guys are going to be. You can't press anyone. So if you're just running everything on time and Tua can deliver the ball accurately, I don't know, maybe. But I'm going to go with Pat Mahomes. Okay, I like that. And then uh, is this to round up my defense? I believe this is to round up my Uh, defense. You got got two more. Two more, okay. For this one, I'm just going to take it because he's an absolute animal, and I feel like he'll just bring the intensity on defense, and he'll just be... Possibly getting in fights, uh, you know, with other countries. I love this guy. <laughs> Favorite defensive player, not on the Commanders. Give me T.J. Watt. Ooh, T.J. Watt's a good one. I like that. I like that. See, I stuck away from the defensive lineman big guys because I just want guys that can cover every single position. Yeah, my guys might get burned. Yeah, you there's, might. A, there's a chance. You might. You might. Let's see. I'm going to go back to the well. I'm trying to decide between going with a DB here or a corner, or a safety. And I'm going to go with a safety here, because I think this guy can cover. Give me Minka Fitzpatrick. Okay, with my next pick, my final pick on defense. Now, this is a reach, but it is my last pick on defense, so I feel like I have the right to reach here. I'm going to stay in New Orleans, and if you remember his highlight tape at LSU, Honey Badger, incredible yeah, highlight Tyron tape. Yeah, Matthew was awesome. Give me Tyron Matthew. I just have a feeling that, uh, you know, if we were playing flag football, this dude would just be all over the place. He'd be ball hawking. He'd be pulling flags. He'd be doing anything you need him to. So, yeah, give me Tyron Matthew with my last pick on defense. All right, so here's where it gets tough because I could go back to the receiver well. I don't have a tight end. So just real quick, to wrap up your team, you got Lamar, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Travis Kelsey, Stephon Diggs. Defensively, you've got Sauce Gardner, Micah Parsons, Marshawn Lattimore, T.J. Watt, and Tyron Matthew. For me, on offense, I got Pat Mahomes, Jamar Chase, D.K. Metcalf, Christian McCaffrey. Defensively, I've got Pat Sertan, Jair Alexander, Jalen Ramsey, Derwin James, and Minka Fitzpatrick. So I could go back to the well of wide receiver, which I don't think would be a terrible choice. 
I'm going to go with a guy that usually you think speed, right? With flag football, usually you think speed. But I also think agility. And a guy that just can get open and quick areas, and he already gets a free release. Give me Devontae Adams. Solid pick right there, man. Like I, I don't know how. I was thinking Kyle Pitts, but I don't know. Kyle Pitts has been a disappoint for, disappointment for me in fantasy. And I just, he hasn't lived up to everything. And I just feel like I would rather have a guy that I know for sure can shake someone in a phone booth. Okay, so I need to get a running back here because I haven't gotten one through 10 picks uh, ever since McCaffrey got taken off the board. Kind of had my eyes on him. But uh, give me another anytime lock touchdown throughout the NFL season. Give me Austin Eckler. Ooh, Eckler. All right. So, all right. So are we doing six each just to fill out the whole roster? Yeah, I think that makes sense. All right. So we'll fill out the roster because it is going to be 5-1-5, but it is a 12-man roster. So you have Austin Eckler. So let's see. I'll take another I'll take another running back. I think this guy can, can be electric, and we've seen it so far this year when he gets the ball. I mean, Brees Hall. When he's fully healthy, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. I'll take Brees Hall. That's who actually who I was choosing between. I was looking at Eckler and Brees Hall, and then I kind of just leaned towards Eckler. Now, let me know if uh, – should we take a coach? Well, if we're doing this, we need one more defender each. One more defender each? Okay. Um, I will take – I'm just going to load up on pass rushers because, I mean, <laughs> I'm just going to load up on pass You've rushers. You've got a great here. defensive line in flag football, let me tell you. Give me Nick Bosa. <laughs> I mean, he's a dog. I cannot let dogs go undrafted. <laughs> I think you missed the assignment of flag football on the defensive side of the ball, but if you're going to go with that, I hate to do it because I can't – He's a likable guy. He's on a team that I can't stand, but he's going to make plays on the football. Give me Trayvon Diggs. Damn. I, <laughs> I'm going to pick the ball off. Let me tell you. We might as well pick a coach. Okay. So you can have first pick a coach as well. Okay. For my coach, I mean, I got a lot of dogs on my team, so I need a guy who uh, loves chewing off kneecaps. Man. Oh, Dan Campbell. Give me MCDC, man. <laughs> yep. Give me Motor City Dan Campbell to lead these guys to the gold medal match. Well, I'm going to go with my personal favorite head coach in the entire league because he he needs to be mic'd up every single week. I don't know if you saw him mic'd up this past week. Mike McDaniel. How can you beat this guy? He's so funny. He's great. So he's going to keep everyone loose even though they might be going for a gold medal against China or Russia, maybe. But I want them to get absolutely destroyed. And I have a guy that was willing to put up 70 points, but he's still classy so he's not going to cause world wars here. <laughs> He didn't kick the field goal to go for 73. So he, he's going to keep things, you know, at least somewhat gentleman-like when we're blowing out Russia or China in the gold medal match or Germany or England, whatever the case may be. America wins the gold medal. So I'm going to go with Mike McDaniel. We got some great rosters, Toby. I mean, we're definitely looking at undefeated competition. <laughs> I mean, we're just in route to the gold medal. I mean... Give us the podium That's already. That's what I'm hoping. So here's what I'm going to do if you want to vote on it. Obviously, we don't have a super long show here tonight, so we won't give you too much time to vote on this, but we'll leave it open throughout the night if you want. I'm going to tweet this out, our different rosters, and you vote on Twitter, at Toby underscore Altizer. I'm sure you're going to tweet it out as well, Mike. What's your Twitter? At Mike M Show one on Twitter, at Mike M Show on all other platforms. So you can find those teams and vote for who wins, and ultimately... The fan gets to vote who wins. So we'll let them decide, even though I know my team would win. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, MCDC. Listen, man, I'm taking DK Metcalf lined up against Nick Bosa all day. <laughs>
We got Sauce Gardner. We got Marshawn Lattimore, <laughs> Tyron Matthew. I, I'm trotting out Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, and DK Metcalf. And whichever one TJ Watt lines up across from, I'm saying run a go ball and you're winning this thing. Yeah, but my offense is literally unstoppable. Pat Sertan, Jair Alexander, and Jalen Ramsey will stop any of your guys. No way, man. Tyreek Hill, Jamar <laughs> Chase. We got weapons. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to continue to argue in the break. But I do want to talk about the Wizards. We got something to argue about with ESPN there. They're the least watchable team in the NBA. I don't know, man. Jordan Poole dropping 41 at the Garden last night in the preseason was pretty fun to watch. I don't know. Kyle Kuzma going off at any point is pretty fun to watch. And Bilal Koulibaly, watching what this young guy can turn into is going to be fun to watch all year long. We'll talk about the Wiz next here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back into Overtime. Toby Altizer hanging out with my guy, Mike, the other side of the glass, taking you up until Thursday night football. Little Saints and Jags tonight right here on 106.7 The Fan, so keep it tuned right here to The Fan all night long. You can check out my Twitter at Toby underscore Altizer. You can go vote for our flag football draft we just did. So far, we have a whopping five votes, so not very many. But right now, you have three votes, and I have two, Mike. So do you feel good about your team? A little bit. I mean, I feel good about my offense. My offense is silly. The defense, I'm also kind of got to remind myself here during the break is, yes, they are pass rushers, but they also run like four fours, like four threes. Yeah. So, like, they got the quickness. Well, here's the issue with that. I I do understand that. And I I thought about this the other day because someone called into the station and suggested that maybe Chase should play linebacker. And those guys just don't have the lateral quickness of a regular linebacker. The guy that I was considering, but I ultimately didn't even take a linebacker, was a guy like Fred Warner because he can kind of cover. But when you've got Tyreek Hill on the field, you've got Jamar Chase, DK Metcalf, Devontae Adams, Nick Bosa can't stick with that. See, but we got to figure out the dimensions of the field. It's true. It's only a 50-yard field. So, like, the burning part might not kill you as much as some other games. But at the same point... Uh, those guys can beat you in a phone booth. What is it sideline to sideline? I'm not sure. See, if it, if it's a 
you know, tight, compact area, my defense might be silly. <laughs> you keep telling yourself that. Anyways, go vote at Toby underscore Altizer. I want to talk about the Wizards here. So Zach Lowe of ESPN puts out a ranking every year, and it's not a power ranking of any sort. It's called a league pass ranking. And so what that league pass ranking is is they rank each team in five categories, and then they determine basically the watchability of that team. Basically, if you're outside the market and you have NBA League Pass, let's rank the teams that I want to watch and the teams that I don't want to watch. And so he ranks them on five different categories. They're called the zeitgeist. Do normal people care about this team? Highlight potential. Could someone do something crazy? Strategy and style. Are they just a fun team the way they play the game? League Pass, Minutia, announcers, uniforms, court, he says, and unintentional comedy. Those are the five categories. And coming in dead last with a score of 18. 18 in five categories. So they're getting a, what, 3.3 or something like that out of 10 in all five categories? It's the Washington Wizards. And this is what I don't understand. Because I do get that they're maybe not going to be the best team in the NBA this year. But when they made the trade for Jordan Poole, they became very watchable to me. They might not be good. They might not win games. But last night's game, I think, is going to be a lot of games this year. Last night's a preseason game. I get it. But the score was 131-106 to in the Garden. Jordan Poole dropped 41 points in three quarters. I don't know what NBA you're watching if you don't think that's watchable. Anybody dropping 41 points is watchable, especially a guy like a Jordan Poole. I mean, Jordan Poole is electric to watch. Watching that guy just, he looks like Steph Curry in some ways, the way he plays. Obviously, he was under his tutelage for a while. Now he's on his own. But to me, watching Jordan Poole enough is going to be fun. And then you add in Kyle Kuzma. I think those two alone are going to be super fun to watch. Now, they might be head-scratchers for Wizards fans. You know, when they first made that trade, my thought process was the Wizards are going to lead the league in shot attempts where you put your hands on your head and go, what are you doing? Like They're going to have a lot of those this year. But I think when you look at the team, they're exciting. And so I understand for Wizards fans why you would be excited, but I don't understand nationally, like the... The the number for the Wizards this year in terms of win total is very low. Let me check real quick with our friends. Uh, 25 or 24 and a half, somewhere around there. I think that's the number. I, I can't look it up exactly right now, but it's somewhere around there. Like, that's so low. And I think the Wizards are going to have games where they put up the 131. They put up the 120s. And I think that's going to be fun to watch. Am I wrong here? No, not at all. That's so disrespectful, having our over-under be that low. But the thing I liked most about last night's game is we were scrappy. I mean, we have twelve. We had 12 steals, four blocks. We won the turnover battle. We shot 91% from the free throw line. I mean, those are like the small things that you can do in basketball that can go a long way and get you a W at the end of the game. And that's the thing is they're just a, they're a fun team to me. I, I don't know that they're going to be good. Maybe if you're not in the area, they're not fun. I I guess I can understand where he's coming from to an extent. But you're looking at a starting five, potentially, of Tyus Jones, Jordan Poole. We'll say Denny Avdia just until Bilal Koulibaly can really get himself into the flow of the league. Kyle Kuzma, Daniel Gafford. I think that's a pretty fun starting five. I think overall, just because of Jordan Poole. 
Kyle Kuzma, those guys. I think watching Bilal Koulibaly and what he's going to be able to do is going to be fun. You've got Corey Kispert. Like, they've got some players. It's not as if they're going to be good. That's not what I'm trying to argue here. I'm just thinking that it's a little bit crazy to think that of all the teams you could choose, so let's just take a look at the teams ahead of them. The Detroit Pistons are at 29, and they're acting as if they're a world ahead of them. I don't know that they are. Is Cade Cunningham more fun to watch than Jordan Poole? Here's the thing I don't understand. A lot of people are writing off Jordan Poole at this point. Jordan Poole might be someone that you could build around. We don't know yet. I mean, this is the guy that the Warriors were really looking at passing the torch from Steph Curry to Jordan Poole when the time came. Ultimately, there were issues, you know, him and Draymond Green, but they were looking at passing the torch to Jordan Poole to take over for that dead-eye shooter that they have in that system. And now he's gone, and everyone just acts as if he's not that great of a player. He's an exciting scorer. He's a guy that can score from anywhere. There's going to be nights where he shoots the ball, and he can't hit the broadside of a barn. He's going to shoot like 3 of 20, and it's going to be frustrating as all get out. There's also going to be nights like last night where every single time he pulls up, it feels like it's going in, and he drops 35-40. He's going to be an electric player to watch this season just because of his potential to score from all three levels. He can get to the rim, he can hit from deep, and we're not even hitting on Kyle Kuzma. He's a guy that's obviously incredibly captivating. You know, you can argue whether he should have been brought back or not, who knows? I mean, he's not maybe the most efficient offensive player, but there's no doubt that he's kind of electric. Like, the guys like J.R. Smith, Nick Young, those guys aren't in the league anymore. But they were fun to watch. In the modern NBA, I think you could argue it's Jordan Poole, it's Kyle Kuzma, and they're on the same team. I'm not saying they're going to win 40 games. I'm just saying, I think this year, if you turn on a Wizards game, it's not going to be a snooze fest. And I don't think it has been over the last couple of years. I think last year was... Kind of bad, but you know they've, for the most part, scored points and been fine. I think this year they're going to score points in an exciting fashion, and there's also young guys. Nationally, think whatever they want. You know, If they're the team that no one wants to watch, whatever. But I think if you're here in the DMV and you turn on, turn on a Wizards game, I think they're going to be intriguing to watch, obviously for the big names. But Bilal Koulibaly, this is a guy that's so young and has so much potential. What can he become? Because it feels like for the Wizards for the longest time, when they've drafted a guy, and I mean no disrespect for the, to these people, but a Rui Hachimura, a Corey Kispert. I think you could maybe take Denny Avdia out of here, but those kind of guys, they have a capped potential, right? We knew what they were. Corey Kispert, at his best, was going to be what? A three-point shooter. Maybe he evolves into a little bit of a guy that can drive, but for the most part, he was going to be a role player. Same thing with Rui. Maybe they took a bit of a shot with Denny a guy that played professionally overseas. Can he be a little bit more? Bilal Koulibaly has played big-time professional basketball and is coming over now as a raw teenager that can keep growing, and if he can work on his offensive game, he's already got the defensive side of the ball, and as he gets more and more comfortable with the NBA game, I think the sky's the limit. I think that's the nice part about watching Bilal this year. He doesn't have a capped potential. He could be as good as really some of the top guys in this league just because of that potential. Will he reach it? Who knows? But I'm saying you could be watching the beginning of greatness, hearing Dave Johnson on with G&D the other day and him basically saying that, I've watched shoot around a million times, but I'm watching Bilal Koulibaly. I'm like, is this, is this the start of something special? I mean, that's got to give you hope as a Wizards fan.
right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Thursday night football, Saints and Jaguars. We'll give you our predictions, give you our thoughts, and then keep it tuned right here all night long. Saints and Jags follows us here on Overtime. More to come next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You are what you say you are. A well, I hope Trevor Lawrence is a superstar tonight. I got him in fantasy. Is he suiting up tonight? I think he is. I think that's the plan. Yeah, I think he's got the green light. We've got the Jaguars and the Saints tonight in New Orleans. The Jacksonville Jaguars come in at 4-2. and two. The Saints at 3-3. Three and three. Give you our predictions and game breakdown here in just a second. But want to remind you to check out my Twitter, at Toby underscore Altizer, to begin our hour-long sprints here on Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. We did a 5-on-5 flag football draft in honor of the Olympics being added to L.A. 2028. And you can go vote. Whose team is better? I have taken a, I don't know if resounding lead happens when there's only nine votes. but <laughs> I've taken a lead since you had the early running. Do you feel worse about your team now? Or do you, are you starting to come around that... Drafting as many edge rushers wasn't the right it's not the way to go. A lot of time left in the poll. <laughs> you might need to start calling up your friends because again, it's nine votes. So you get a couple guys and you can swing the whole thing. All right, let's take a look at tonight's game. Who you got? I, I think it's gonna be a fun one to watch. I always like Thursday night football. If nothing else, the games might be terrible, but we get football, man. We get to watch NFL football, and we should never take that for granted. Who you got? Yeah, I'm fired up for tonight's game. Uh, overall, I'm going to take the New Orleans Saints at home down in New Orleans. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like everyone's you know taking the the Jaguars. So when everyone zigs, I usually tend to zag. So yeah, and then a few props I like. Give me Travis Etienne anytime touchdown. I saw that was in the um, you know big silly parlay boost that's on FanDuel.com. Give me Calvin Ridley over 52 and a half receiving yards. I feel like he's due. He hasn't had. Been quiet the last couple weeks. Chris Olave is going to get some touches. 64 and a half. Give me that over. And Alvin Kamara over 49 and a half rushing yards. And then to put a bow on it, New Orleans Saints money line. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go with the Saints tonight. I kind of like the Jags. The only thing that's holding me back 
is if it was truly a game time decision, like they were laying it out to be, and they're ultimately probably going to play Trevor Lawrence tonight, then that means that he's not 100%, and he's probably not anywhere near it. Now, maybe he gets there ahead of next week's game, but going from a Sunday where you hurt your knee to playing on a Thursday is just rough because it's not like his game is just strictly built on sitting in the pocket. He's got to be able to move around a little bit. So I'm a little wary if we were just going off of the teams on paper and everyone was fully healthy. I think I would have to go with the Jags. I think I'm still leaning that way, though, just because I like their playmakers. I like Ridley. I like Christian Kirk. I like ETN. And I'm not sold on the Saints offense. Derek Carr goes over there. Everyone's kind of picking them to win that division. And the Buccaneers somehow are decent in that division. But I'm not sold on the Saints. Like, Alvin Kamara's back. He hasn't been the huge difference maker that we're used to seeing with Alvin Kamara. They're getting Jamal Williams back, so maybe they get a little more thunder and lightning going on with that like he was when he was with the Lions. So maybe that's the play. It probably is the play, to be honest, but I'm going to take the Jags tonight. I think Christian Kirk has a big night. They've been going to him a lot more in that first game. For whatever reason, he wasn't really involved, and then since then they've been really using him a lot. I think he's the key to a win tonight, but they also got to find a way to get Calvin Ridley more involved. I think those two are the key, and Travis Etienne, they're going to hand the ball, give him a lot. I like your call of an anytime touchdown there. I think Olave is going to have a big game too. I really like Chris Olave. He reminded me a little bit of Terry McLaurin at Ohio State, but the Terry McLaurin that we saw in the NFL, the guy that was an elite receiver, he comes out, he's already made an instant impact, probably could have won Rookie of the Year last year if it weren't for Garrett Wilson going crazy. So I think I'm going to go with the Jags, but I wouldn't be surprised if this one's a fun one. But it's fun to have NFL football back, and it's just crazy that we're already at week seven, right? It just seems like we're, like, I'm going to miss this in a couple of months, and I'm already at that point where I'm like, don't go away yet. We're at week seven already. Just It's a classic saying, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Well, the NFL is a lot of fun, so it's crazy. Well, appreciate my guy Mike for sticking around for the extra hour after G&D. For him, I'm Toby Altizer. Keep it tuned to The Fan. Monday night, Thursday Night Football, next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.